Welcome to the podcast where we talk about all things hidden in the shadows bonus edition. On this episode, I have the one and only Yami from Cryptid Chat with Yami. So, hey, Yami, how's it going? Thanks for being on. Thank you for having me on. I'm excited to be back. Um, life is interesting. Life yes. is interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so what's going on with you at Cryptid Chat with Yami? So right now, uh, January is a really busy month for us. I don't think I realized it until like January started, but we've had a few podcast interviews. Um, we'll be conducting a few podcast interviews. And then we are super excited because we're actually going on our first COVID-friendly trip. And it's going to be on a podcast episode. So we're going to be heading to Savannah, Georgia at the end of this month. And I'm super excited about that. Oh, yeah, that's that's like really awesome. I'm excited. Turns out it's um we didn't know this when we necessarily booked it. We were just looking to get away and you know maybe explore some history and legends behind some places and yeah. come to find out we ended up booking the con- what's considered one of America's most haunted cities. And I oh. that's great. It's going to be a really peaceful vacation, I'm sure. Yeah, me, Isaac and I have been talking about like wanting to do that, like definitely wanting to get out more and like go to different haunted locations and stuff. Cause there is some like around where we live. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause we live in North Carolina. So there's a lot of like, you know, like spooky places to investigate and stuff. And so, yeah, we just haven't done it, but <laughs> that sounds like super, super fun. So on this bonus episode, I wanted to do something different because we actually interviewed Yami um, back in October for the spooky bonus episodes. So I compiled, um, I also asked some of you guys to send in some questions and conversation topics and encounter stories and everything like that. So in this little bin thing I have on the side, it literally is packed full of those. So as the interview goes, I'm going to be pulling from that so that we can talk about, answer different questions, talk about different experience encounter stories and all things like that. Yay! I'm excited. <laughs> okay, so you ready for the first one? Yes. This okay. is exciting because it's like, what is it going to be? Yep. Okay, so the first is a question. Ooh. It says, if you went to a haunted location to investigate, what would be one thing you would be like, totally, nope, I don't want to see, I don't want to run into? Like, what would be the worst thing you could possibly run into? <laughs> See, this is a trick question because I wouldn't, I would try to not purposely go to a haunted location, but the absolute nope would be the second anything I cannot explain occurs. So like a creek, I can explain that, you know, if it's an old building, that's fine. If I see something weird or something comes flying or I hear a boy, that's it. I'm out. Like, I know some other people would be like, oh, let's investigate. I'm like, nope, it's fine. I respect. I'm just going to walk out of here and you, whatever's here can enjoy its space. I'll give you space. (laughs) Yeah. I think the worst thing like to go and investigate and like the creepy thing is, it's like one thing if you hear like disembodied voices and it's like, you know, saying random things, but when they start calling your name, Oh, and they are mm. fully aware and you haven't <laughs> said your name and they're like Zach or Megan or Yammy or Isaac, you know, like, no, thanks. Especially if it's like a demonic growl type. Of yep. Thing. 
goodbye. That's it. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be just I couldn't even imagine. Like Mm-mm. Oh no. like I've never actually paranormal investigated. So I've never actually mm-hmm. gone out there and like dealt with the stuff. I mean, I have stuff obviously that happens to me on a daily basis, paranormal wise, but I've never actually like gone and looked for it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what would happen if that occurred. Yeah, that's that's me too. I've never actually gone and like I've done like the the closest I've ever gotten is I've done like one or two like ghost tours but like that doesn't really count like because they're just like telling you stories and like walking you around and taking pictures that's okay with me I can handle that yeah and I think like I sit there and I'm like torn between two different Megans like a Megan that's kind of like I don't know if I want to go do that I don't want to go into the fire and then there's the other side of Megan that's like yeah let's go straight into the fire let's go to like the conjuring house or let's go to like the Amityville horror type of house or has there been an exorcist let's go you know like yeah so (laughs) two kinds of Megans there that fight apparently (laughs) all right so next one I am picking Oh, this is a question, too. So it says, is there any paranormal topic or paranormal subject that you have a hard time understanding or wrapping your head around? Hmm. That's a good question. That's a really good one. Um, I'm not an expert by any means. So there's, I think, a lot of stuff that Mm -hmm. we even the experts, quote unquote, can't really fully understand because the whole topic itself. I mean, by definition, paranormal is outside of the normal. Like, yeah. it can't necessarily be... We're we're kind of just giving explanations for what we think it could be, you know? Um, I think if I had to choose one thing, though, specifically, that, like, really, like, really, like, gets, like... I can't, like, wrap my head fully around. Yeah. Is just, like... Like, and this is, this is going to get, like, like deep. <laughs> is, like, so I grew up religious and, like, growing up religious, especially, like, when you're young, like, like, you're taught, I mean, it's either heaven or hell and that's it. So there's no, there's not supposed to be an in-between. Yeah. So, like, the more I understand, I realize, well, wait a second. There seems to be something. Yeah. Some weird plane. And it's, like, that's something that hasn't, like, like, I feel like... I haven't been able to wrap my head around and no one's been able to explain to me a hundred percent. Like why, like how does someone get stuck there without passing on to Yeah. Yeah. That's the next. Yeah. That's understandable. Like I can even like even the paranormal stuff, as far as like ghost stuff, it still kind of gets me like, and one concept that like freaks me out kind of like is the fact that there's stuff that can manipulate you like scratch. Yeah. The fact that you can get possessed yeah Mm. really like kind of like i say it all the time on the episodes like it mind blows me all the time because i'm like okay um because there was a episode i think of ghost adventures where they talked Mm -hmm. about it and isaac retold me the story but um he had watched an episode and then he i had came in the room after it ended and he was like telling me what had happened and it was like this girl got possessed and she literally like jumped like off this six foot bridge or something like that oh gosh yeah and i was like 
that is crazy. Like the fact that something has so much control over you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But another, another kind of like concept in the paranormal realm that just like, I can't, like my brain twitches when I like talk about it is like multiverse realities and like yes. matrix and stuff like that. Like, I'm like, okay, I can hardly kind of grasp like what's going on here here yeah <laughs> you know so like when isaac because isaac's really big into that especially mm-hmm. with what happens with him with the deezers and he like talks about all the time and he tries to talk to me about like quantum mechanics and stuff like that and i'm like look i am sorry i'm just like blankly staring at you because like i don't know where to take this so, <laughs> so yeah <laughs> all right so Next that like one. reminds me you know the the marvel movie like ant-man and the wasp like that whole storyline they deal with like quantum realms and this and that and i like those movies but the same thing once they start getting into that stuff i'm like um explanation please you have yes. lost to me <laughs> yes it's crazy so the next one that i pulled was a paranormal encounter story so i to read you a paranormal encounter story. Um, this one I got off of Reddit. And I have not read this one, so I don't even know what Ooh, this is. Oh, okay. Let me okay. get my little, my my emotional support Mothman <laughs> to make it there. <laughs> All right. So here we go. So about a couple years ago, when I was 13, I went upstairs into my living room with my neighbor who was the same age. I saw something in the corner, tall and black, and it looked like they had a top hat. I thought it was my sister. I called out to her laughing, but got no response. And so I said, whatever, I said, whatever, and went downstairs only to find my sister. My sister reports seeing the same figure and it moving away into the wall. After a few years, my mom had told me she had seen him too. Cold shivers went down my spine and that now even a half a year ago that she said she saw him in my doorway i was honestly spooked can anybody tell me what this is also we had been awake when these encounters happened they someone had commented saying that they thought it was the hat man you know like the shadow yeah that's interesting that he notes a like he that he makes a note that he's he was awake because usually that's associated with like episodes potentially of sleep paralysis yeah so that's a whole that's interesting i don't think i've ever heard a story where someone's seen that while awake yeah and i thought too like it just took took me a second on this end like i was like wait a second because the mom saw him in the doorway like that's Mm -hmm. creepy like it's one thing like obviously it was specifically going and see, like, the hat man, I used to see him when I was a kid mm-hmm. a lot. He would always stand by the closet. And it's kind of interesting because, like, the hat man stories all kind of are, like, the whatever the dude is, is, like, you know, just staring, just watching. It's just there, yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of interesting. Like, we kind of touched on it in our episode for shadow figures. But it's kind of interesting that these, like, humanoid creature things just just watch. It's like Just watch, yeah. And it's kind of, and where do they come from? Like, you know? Yeah. Obviously they're kind of like, like for me, like when I saw him, like it was dark, but it wasn't like demonic. 
Yeah, that's what I've heard. Like a lot of people, they don't necessarily have like like a correlation to like fear. It's just just there. It's yeah. just kind of there. And I'm not sure. I'm like like scrolls on my scrolling down on my thing. Um, there's actually I'm not sure if you've heard of the Dark Watchers. I've kind of, kind of like I've I've when I did research and stuff mm-hmm. like that, I've heard a little bit about them, but I'm not like a hundred percent on them. <laughs> so in the Santa Lucia mountain range of California, that's like where this phenomenon like mainly takes place. And it's literally what people are describing are the hat men. Like yeah. it's just tall pitch black humanoid figure that has like a hat, like a top hat. Sometimes it looks like they have like a cane and they're silent. They're just there. And then they're watching and they disappear. And several people have encountered them and they've never had like, there's n- never been any like, like a bad encounter per se but like it's just for some reason like it's just there and it just reminds me every time i hear of like the the hat man like it's literally the same description but in this one like geological area for some reason yeah it's interesting yeah there was this too there's a documentary and i've been meaning to watch it but it's on i believe amazon prime Mm -hmm. and um we were supposed to interview the guy that actually made the the film he had reached Mm -hmm. out to us about being on one of our episodes in october oh that's awesome but um some scheduling conflicts happened and we weren't able to do it um but he made this like it took everybody's like encounters and kind of like shoved them into one and it's crazy like so many people in so many different like places in the world experience Mm -hmm. this thing it's creepy (laughs) it's interesting it makes you wonder like what what is it especially since it seems to like be humanoid but then just disappears true (laughs) creepy all right it's it's aliens it's always aliens (laughs) all right so the next one is vampires do you think that they exist Ooh, all right. Not Twilight, old Twilight fan Yami coming out. I'm like, <laughs> you know, I it's funny. I don't know if you've heard some of the episodes because Isaac talks about mm-hmm. it a little bit, but he is a huge Twilight fan. Like, <laughs> I love that. Like, he went to all, like, the first, like, gift I ever gave him was this huge, thick book on, like, backstories of all the Twilight characters. Yes, go Isaac. Yeah, he loves it, and he was like, like he would go. Like I remember, like he would, we would have to go to all the premieres, and like I was like, you know, excited. I like the movies, whatever. But no, he was like full on, like fanning it up. Like he was like, (laughs) yeah, yeah, I've been waiting for this. That's so funny. See, so like the concept of vampires is is so like. There's different takes on them. And I've heard different stories and different lores and like origins. You know, I, I think like the predominantly, like when I think of vampires, I'm thinking like European origins and like their stories yeah. that they, uh, they recount. I feel like honestly, it's hard for me to say something could not exist mm-hmm. when we live in this crazy world that we just oh, don't yeah. know so much of. Like, who am I to say that something could or could not exist? I think if it does exist, it, they would not necessarily be the way that we think. Yeah, I totally they are. <laughs> no yeah. offense to Edward Cullen, but like, yeah. I don't think that's that would be what how it how it would be. <laughs> yeah, I totally agree, and I think like 
if they like if they do exist now like it's very like secretive like it's not yeah like and i feel like like all those documentaries that come out like with the people that are quote-unquote real life vampires mm-hmm. and you can even go on reddit and find like a vampire community of people that drink blood and stuff like that yeah i don't think that's more of like the glamorized yeah concept of it because you know like vampires come with like seductiveness and like mystery and stuff like that and i don't don't think that's how you know that actually plays out but like i don't know i always go back to like the 1800s i always feel like in that Mm -hmm. time period like if they do exist that it could have possibly existed during that time like i don't know why something always just kind of like shoots me to that time period so i agree yeah all right (laughs) next one okay question again (laughs) um topic or conversation or conversation topic you want to cover in 2021 for an episode like if you pick Mm -hmm. whatever for 2021 i kind of challenged myself for the podcast and i said we're gonna try and do like unique topics yeah um because like when you're get when you're in the community for a while you do see reoccurring topics which is okay because i love hearing different people's takes on them and sometimes new evidence comes out or new stories get shared so i like that i just like the idea of bringing new things into the fray and whatnot um no pun intended that's somebody's book uh but uh i have not yet done an episode on ufos Mm. i have not and I would like to. I just feel like, especially with, like, the UFO side of the community, like, there's, yeah. like, legit experts. Oh, yeah. And there's tons of research and books and this, this and that. And I feel like I'm nowhere near that caliber. Like, yeah. <laughs> so I think I've just been, like, trying to be, like, I want to get to that, but I want yeah. to do it right. Yeah, <laughs> no, totally. And I think, like, with subjects like that like there's such a hardcore community like just on that like I always get kind of nervous like when we did the cryptid episode I was Mm -hmm. like I'm a little bit nervous because that's like one subject that I don't know a whole bunch about Mm -hmm. I know like basic stuff and I was like Isaac we have to research like we are gonna get ripped apart if we don't but I think it's kind of interesting because someone that doesn't know you kind of get like their take on it like their theories and stuff like that without the research like they kind of and sometimes that sparks like new new like theories behind it like for instance like with aliens I don't know a whole bunch about aliens like my I guess not expertise but I guess like what I do a lot of research in on my own time is like the ghost side of things like the ghost and um like exorcism type stuff that part but Isaac like does like the multiverse and like the alien side of things. He likes that, even though he, you know, dabbles in the whole ghost thing, but mm-hmm. still that's like his side. He's always researched that on his own time. So I think like when we did the alien episode, like I had no clue at the first, the very <laughs> first one, I had no clue what I was going in there with. Like I had basic research, like what you would put in like an essay, <laughs> you know, for school or something. Mm-hmm. And he had like full on like theories and breakdowns and like 75% of the episode was just him talking. I was (laughs) like, you know, but, um, 
but the next episode that we're doing that's going to come out this week is going to be Portals to Hell. Ooh. And it's going to talk about, like, you know, like how they say, like, there are certain landmarks or certain places that yes. believe are portals to hell. And it kind of went back on that concept. Like, when I was a teenager, I used to think that hell wasn't actually, like, down below. Like, hell mm-hmm. was actually on Earth. Mm-hmm. And that um, that's why, like, demons and stuff had a lot of control on like humans on earth and stuff like that because we're technically in their realm. But yeah, so we're going to kind of dive into that theory and I'm going to try and prove it right or prove it wrong. And um, yeah, the different portals to hell and like why people say that that is a thing and stuff like that. And that's actually one of the topics that I wanted to cover. And I also want to cover and it's coming up soon is I was wanted to cover actually two witch hauntings because mm-hmm. that scares me. Ooh, yeah. Oh God. It's one thing to be haunted by a like weird thing, but like <laughs> haunted by a witch that can like do stuff. I mean, that takes it to another level. Um, and then declassified documents from the government Ooh. that talks about strictly like paranormal stuff. So, like, the stuff on the UFOs and the aliens that are coming out and all that stuff. So, Oh, yeah. that'll be a good one because we're supposed to get, I think, almost any day now, we're supposed to get the, like, the UFO report that yeah. they were, like, pushing, like, the government yeah. on. So, I know everyone's waiting for that to make an oh, episode. Yeah. <laughs> Every podcast is waiting for yeah. that. Yeah, totally. And so, I think there's even a couple questions about that in here. So... <laughs> yeah so totally and so and I feel like and I can't remember I have to go back and see but I think earlier last year the Vatican released some of their secret documents so and I think it has to do with exorcism I have to read like back on that because it was like kind of like a shady website (laughs) that sounds right yeah so I have to look back because it was like one of those things that kind of like slid under the radar you know I feel so. like a lot of things slid under the radar this last year because mm-hmm. of the pandemic. Yeah. Like the the official like the declassifying of some documents and then the re- the releasing of like the Air Force videos um encountering UFOs like that was like just like oop and everyone's like and let's continue on with it and I'm I'm over here like that's yeah they basically said yes (laughs) yeah yeah and it's kind of crazy like i don't know like if if that is true like there is aliens Mm -hmm. in the galactic federation which the galactic federation that's a pretty nifty uh name (laughs) for for you know like alien people that do right like i was like galactic federation like everyone's talking about the aliens in general i'm over here like that name is pretty pretty cool like yeah like that sounds right yes <laughs> excuse me excuse me yes we're trying to talk to the galactic federation like you know like <laughs> it, it reminded me of lilo and stitch i felt like was that it was that what yeah, they called like yeah. the it was I the galactic so. i think so it was something similar to that if not th- that <laughs> disney knew <laughs> yep disney knew i mean they let they let him they let them know all right so Okay, so this is funny because we are literally talking about this. So the next question is, what do you think humans' perspective will be 
if aliens actually became a thing, like, hmm. Instead of asking, instead of asking, oh, where's your family originated from? It's what species are you? <laughs> you know, I feel like it. The first like reaction will be absolute shock and probably yeah. horror and like that. Though, but I also feel like there's going to be like it's it'll be like two extremes. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's a lot of people and it, just looking at like polls and surveys and that that believe that there is life out there. Yeah. And maybe like more like mentally prepared to handle that kind of information. Um, and then there's the other side of the population that maybe they've thought about it once or twice, but like that's pretty big news to realize that you are no longer the center yeah. of the universe, quote unquote. Like like for a lot of people that'll definitely be like that'll be a shocker. Yeah. And something to get used to. Especially when our depictions of, like, UFOs and extraterrestrial life, for the most part, outside of, like, a handful of things like Star Wars. Um, outside of that, it's not necessarily positive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. I feel like that would be people's, like, first, like, yeah. like thing is, is, to, is fear. We fear well, what we don't know. Exactly. And I hope, and I'm hoping, like... It will get like humans to stop bickering with each other about like how they look because like literally you're not even the only species. Like, yeah. So stop like putting your people in groups like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so hopefully and two is like you said, two extremes, like it could be like people actually are fearing them. And instead of like embracing, like, oh, there's other species, they could be like, well, let's just kill them all. Let's get. Yeah. Oh, gosh. You know what I, you know what I mean? Like, it's. That just, would be bad. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they're, you know, we don't know what's out there and there could be bigger, badder stuff out there. So, you know. All right. Next question. So, the questions are really popping out on. Yes, I don't mind them at all. (laughs) It says, do you think the study of the paranormal will ever be like a respected science, like where you can get a a degree in it or it would be respected as a science? I want to say yes, Mm -hmm. because if you look at like most sciences that we have now, they started not that way, like not necessarily being respectable. I mean, goodness like some of the very first like scientists and mathematicians and whatnot were like considered heretics and their opinions were seen as like absolutely not like there's no way you can believe that there's no way you can see that how can you say that like no you are crazy yeah and as we evolved and as we learned more about like the universe and everything around us like we realized that no it's actually it's there's truth there so i feel like it could happen um at some point my dog just like walked in and is sniffing around everywhere which is so cute um but i do feel like at some point and i think because like it's becoming so much more normalized in media that perhaps that'll help push it into that field yeah yeah oh my gosh my my dog is so cute she's so fluffy (laughs) My mom has her like right over the camera, but she can't be seen. Yeah. I'll take a picture and like I'll, I'll send it at some point. 
Oh, wait. We're going to have a guest appearance really quick. No one that's listening can hear it, but this is this is my dog right here. Oh, she's so cute. She just got a bath, so she's really fluffy. She smelled <laughs> really bad for a while, so <laughs> we're all really happy she got a bath. <laughs> okay, let me see what the next one. Okay, another question. Jeez, okay. <laughs> um, all the questions. Yeah, all the questions, I guess. The universe knows. Okay. <laughs> this is an interview. Um, so, best paranormal TV show, do you think? Okay. Wow. That's a question. Um, hmm. Wow. This is going to be hard. Um, there's a lot. The thing is, yeah. like, there's a lot of there shows is. right now and that have been. Um, I am always cautious with watching them, well, just because, like, I'm, I'm a scaredy cat, and, like, if I watch them, I watch them, like, before, like, 4 p.m., and then after that, I have to watch, like, a lot of Disney movies to, like, yeah, <laughs> to be, to be okay. Yeah. Um, but I also feel like it's hard to distinguish if it's, like, 100% genuine or a little bit, like, sensen- like sensationalized. Yeah. Um, so I try to use, like, as best judgment as I can with those. Um, I used to really love the show, um, factor fake paranormal files. Oh yeah. That was good. That's, we were actually talking about that. Me and Isaac, um, Mm -hmm. were talking about that on a show and we couldn't remember the name. Cause isn't that like where they have like a group of four people and they get like cases and then go out and like try and prove it. Exactly. Like I, I like that because they, they would go out and try to find like, rational or natural explanations for things and then like try like a series of experiments and different things to try and see if they could replicate the results and and whatnot so like i liked that a lot like getting to see that so i thought that was really cool and then i was always a fan of destination truth with josh gates just because i I love josh gates i think he's hilarious but they have some they had some really like cool like destinations that they visited that i hadn't heard of before and were absolutely terrifying yeah absolutely terrifying i think for me i'd have to go to like the ogs and do ghost adventures because they (laughs) yes but like i tend to like like older ghost adventures Mm -hmm. um i mean i watch it now and i like it now but um like i there was a period of time where like paranormal state and like Ghost Adventures, when they first came out, um, they were always my favorite to watch because Paranormal State would go to like actual people's houses that had yes. like demonic mm-hmm. stuff go on. And um, I thought it was kind of, I just like the flow, like all the cast on that show, it was just the flow was good. And like it wasn't, and I think that's the problem when, especially when you watch like paranormal shows that investigate, mm-hmm. is. Because obviously on the investigators and they're not always going to get, you know, evidence. Exactly. Yeah. But with Ghost Adventures, it was always entertaining to watch, even though they didn't get stuff on certain episodes. You know, certain episodes were kind of like bland, but yet they always, you know, because Zach, the way he was and whatever, you know, I don't know how those guys are still doing it, though. Like the amount of stuff (laughs) that they probably encountered, like, I mean enough to give you gray hairs like <laughs> oh absolutely I'm, I'm assuming the paycheck pays really well though yeah, so yeah <laughs> that helps yeah, yeah definitely 
All right, so let me grab. Okay, so another question. All right. <laughs> um, so favorite episode of your podcast that you recorded in 2020? Ah, <laughs> I literally, I did an episode that was like a year in review. And like, I was like, I'm going to list my favorite episode and the funniest episodes. And as I was looking at my list, I'm like, this is a terrible idea because I am really bad at like rating things. Yeah. Um, have we, I had a lot of fun in a lot of episodes in 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, because we just covered like a variety of different topics and we have different guests on. So like, like, I want to say like my favorite episode was probably, and I, I don't know if I can pick one, but it had to be one where like, I had a guest on. Yeah. I feel like every time I had a guest, like I love getting to, it's not just me. So yeah. I can bounce back and, and we share stories and it's a whole different dynamic. And like, it's, it's so much fun. Like all the spooky month interviews that we did uh, yeah. with like, I had, I'm like listing off in my head. I had like moth boy, Matt was on there. I had uh Greg Morell and I had Mark Muncy uh, and then my sister which she's always around but like <laughs> they were all such fun topics to like just chat about with people yeah uh, so I, I don't know if I could pick one and then I really liked um, one of our last episodes was the me and my sister did the review of the small town monsters Mark of the Bell Witch movie oh yeah and I don't know why that was like hilarious to me. That episode was so funny to film, but also like very serious because we were reviewing and like commentary. Uh, but it was so much fun. Like just yeah. the dynamic. Yeah. yeah, I think for us, um, like I particularly liked like the My Ghost Story series that mm-hmm. we do where it's because, you know, you really don't have to research anything. It's just kind of yeah. like our mm-hmm. own experiences and you just fly with it. And, um, that one, and then I would have to say the guest ones too, because it's kind of interesting to get, you know, a different person's perspective on, you know, that are in the paranormal community. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know Isaac really enjoyed th- those too. Cause like he, um, interviewed for the spooky season, like some really cool people. Yeah. I had, I had a lot of fun too with the people. Cause I chose like, we were laughing cause Isaac chose like more of the serious people <laughs> and it fits like with Isaac's like personality. And then I chose more of the people, like most of my episodes, like we were laughing and then, ah, and then Isaac was talking about like demon encounters and stuff. And so it was, it was a totally cool, like dynamic though. Cause like, you know, um, it was different so i think those were definitely like our favorites to films and of course like uh isaac he likes the aliens and stuff like Mm -hmm. that so like those were probably his favorite and then mine i like talking about like ghost experiences and stuff like that so yep i think that's so i'm actually not going to pick for this one because because there is something I actually saw these, but I thought they were kind of crazy. So I always get nervous and I always read these. Um, I don't know if you've ever read scariest things kids have said to babysitters or parents. Oh my gosh. I've seen articles like this or like um, 
in like videos on YouTube and stuff, people do like compilations of them. Yes. So I was like, for sure, I was like, I was going to make this part of our interview because some of these are like the freakiest things. And so like, I thought back to oh. things, <laughs> things that I have, because there was a kid that I babysat, actually two, it was a young girl and a young boy. And I swear their house was haunted. Like I would always hear like the toys going and everything because like their parents would stay out late, but like their parents were super strict. One was like a dentist and the other one was a doctor. So they were like super strict and um, they were very nice people though. Um, But they would stay out to like 10 and the bedtime would be like seven. So I'd just be sitting there for three hours. Yeah. (laughs) So like there was be some crazy stuff. And I always laugh because I always say like literally, I don't know if you've ever seen that show. It was like a Nick at Night show back in like the early 2000s called Kids Say the Darndest Things. And it was basically at the time. Yes. Bill Cosby would like interview him and just like go off like talking with them. And um I, I always say, like, kids say the weirdest things, especially, like, when they're in, like, the young age. Like, I had my brother the other day. I have a young, um, actually, two twin brothers, and they're about six. And so they're super young. And I remember I was talking about it was raining outside. And I was like, oh, yeah, you know, it's raining. And one brother goes, oh, well, when when is it going to stop raining? And I was like, oh, maybe by the afternoon. And the other one was, like, dead serious. He was like, No. 2020 is going to be all rain and i was like <laughs> okay okay like uh, <laughs> it's a little creepy but okay but like so i i started one night i started reading these and i was like it made me kind of like want to put him in this interview and see like your reaction to them because my reaction i was going oh crap oh crap <laughs> oh crap <laughs> so this is so i'm gonna read to you some of the scariest things kids have said to babysitters and parents okay oh first, gosh okay first story the sitter was watching a four-year-old girl at first everything was normal the kids sat there playing with her barbie dolls then she looked up to the city um city oh my god <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> looked, up to the, looked up to the sitter and with a straight face and a deep voice said, my mommy is scared of me. The sitter described the girl's voice as deadly, serious, and deep. (laughs) Then she continued on playing with the Barbies and was back to her normal voice. I don't know. I don't know what I would do if someone said that. Do you know? Why is your mom scared of you? (laughs) (laughs) I, so these are great. I used to, I used to babysit and I've worked at a daycare and I've worked and volunteered around kids for a good, like almost 10 years of my life. And like, that doesn't surprise me at all though. Like as terrifying as it sounds, that doesn't surprise me at all. Like, kids really do stuff like that <laughs> and act like nothing's like they, like as if they just can stare at you say something and it's like nothing ever happened yeah and like, the conversation was never had nope so this next one i thought was crazy because it was actually on care.com they actually did an article and it, oh my for gosh those, <laughs> for those of you that don't know what care.com is is basically where you go and you 
can book babysitters and stuff like that. And they're supposed to be like verified and mm-hmm. like, go through like a whole big check of like making sure your background's good and whatever. But I thought it was funny that they had this. But this is a story from Care.com, an article that they had. Um, it says, even though they've never met my youngest, all right, even though, hold on, my youngest, okay, you, so apparently this kid has never met the mother's deceased father. So, oh, oh okay. Yeah. yeah, it was like a little parentheses. Okay. That's good. It's like, it's good to know, I guess, for the story. Yeah. She goes, my youngest talks about my deceased father as if they spent time together. One day, she told me all about how Grandpa taught her how to bait a hook for fishing. He was an avid fisherman, and she is. She told me exactly how to bait a hook, yet she has never held a fishing pole in her life. Hmm. <laughs> it's kind of. I mean, that's more of a like a nicer story, right? That's that's like un. It's like unsettling, but also like like aw. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> so this next one, and it's kind of weird, but it's it's funny. Like when you're babysitting mm-hmm. and a kid says something creepy, it's kind of like, oh, kid, get away from me, you know. But when it's your own kid, you're like, what the heck? You can't get rid of it at that point. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! So this next one is from BuzzFeed. It was an article that they um, had the creepiest things that kids have ever said, and. This one's actually really creepy. Like, I would, I don't know what I would do in this situation. (laughs) (laughs) When my son was three, we were driving at night and passed a big empty house with no lights on. He pointed to the house, started waving his hand and said, look, mom, there's a clown in there. I refuse to take that road ever since. And these are sent in by real people. Oh, no. (laughs) No. Yeah, I feel like. I don't know. I don't know what to, I wouldn't take that road again either. The thing is, like with kids, it's like they have an overactive imagination too. Yeah. Like I've had kids tell me how they have been flying and this, this, and that, and they're they were in outer space and all this, and like, but then at the same time, it's like they have this overactive imagination, but then they're also like extremely honest. Yeah. They're, like, in this weird stage of, like, in yeah. between that. So, when they say something, it's, like, are you being serious right now? Or, I can't tell. That, that's a, that's literally, I can imagine the mom's internal, like, thing, like, <laughs> is, is it really, like? I would, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know, like, I would even be scared to take, to use my own hallway if I saw my kid talking in the hallway to something that wasn't there. Oh, yeah. So. No, for sure. Even if it was, like, legitimately an imaginary friend, yeah. I, I would well, still like, be. Mm. Like, if you, because I follow a bunch of, like, mediums and psychics on TikTok. And, because um, there's, like, some really good, even though, you know, TikTok gets a bad rap for just, like, mm-hmm. teenagers dancing and stuff like that. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, there's, like, some useful information and some really good info there. And so I was following this one psychic and she was talking about how like she believes that no kid actually has an imaginary friend. Like it's just Mm -hmm. because they say, you know, like kids are closer to the spirit realm that 
you know, they can see things at a younger age. And then as you get older, you mm-hmm. get further and further away. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so this is another creepy one. And like, I could, as I was reading these, I was just like, like, I could just imagine myself like, snapping my head back looking at the kid like like what is wrong with you so this one's also from that buzzfeed article and it says my daughter and i went for a walk through a cemetery while we waited for my son to finish his piano lessons next door she stopped dead in the middle of the graveyard first of all why are you in a cemetery that's what i was thinking (laughs) yeah let's just go walk through a cemetery (laughs) in the middle of the graveyard and she spaced out then she said this is where you're going to sleep forever. <laughs> well. Yeah. I was like, I could just imagine myself walking and then snap. No. Like, I- <laughs> snap back. What did you say? Oh, <laughs> I'm going to sleep where? <laughs> it's like, because, like I, someone- I guess that's kind of true, but why do you say it like that? Yeah. Like, I could just imagine, like, there's definitely a faint thought in the person's head like should i just run and leave her here yes (laughs) is my child about to kill me (laughs) okay so this is the last one i'll read from this one but this one is definitely definitely creepy oh no so i think this one on my rank has to be the creepiest one because it's like what do you do at this point um so this is actually an aunt that was babysitting her nephew Okay. So, and this is from uh, Huff, Huff Post, which is a website that had an article um, for the same topic. It says, I put my nephew down for a nap, heard him making a fuss in his room, so I walked, I went to talk to him to go back into taking a nap. He's sitting in his bed staring at a wall. I ask him to lay down, and he turns to me and says, Don't talk to him while we're playing. The dead silence shows how creepy that is. I would be like, hmm. I would just like slowly walk out. Yeah, it's like you want to ask, but then you don't want to ask. Yeah. yeah. And I think it would, it would, well, def- okay. It would definitely, like, because when I was reading this, I was like, is something talking through the kid? Mm-hmm. Like, is something kind of like, like, who is he? Like, who is he? Who is he, kid? Who is he? <laughs> are you talking about yourself? Or are you talking about, like, who is he? <laughs> so, yeah. So those are those. I thought they were creepy. Definitely, definitely has me very much eager to be a mom one day. <laughs> like, Can't wait for that. Like, thankfully, Killian hasn't. I have, though. I've caught Killian, like, talking to things. Like, yeah, I'm like, what is it that you're talking to? Like, um, because he has a habit too. I noticed, like, he will look at something and, and, like, say we're in, like, his playroom and he sees something in the laundry room, which is, like, connected to the playroom. Mm-hmm. And he'll go, oh, no, go and then run and close the door. And I'm like, are you really seeing something? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm a little nervous about that <laughs> and it's always at night too it's never oh no no it's never in the mornings where you have all day to forget about it <laughs> okay so next question favorite cryptid mothman 
Yeah, I have to say so too. <laughs> Since I was little, it's always been Mothman. I literally have like all around me like little pieces of like Mothman. I don't know why. It's just the winged cryptids just always they have my heart and Mothman as a kid, like the first I think cryptid I ever heard about was like Bigfoot and Nessie, yeah. like simultaneously. Yeah. Bigfoot, Nessie, and like the Chupacabra. But then when I heard about Mothman, it was like, wow. Yeah. He, he flies. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> yep. And I think too, like, it's blown my mind kind of like with the cryptid community because I know there's a lot of people that we talk to that, you know, like are in that community. Mm-hmm. Um, and the amount of like cool stuff that they have, like as far as merch goes that you could buy it, like, I think I'm saying this right, but the strange ology, I forgot like his actual name. He's, I've yeah. So many times. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's got some like really awesome merch and like, there's like a uh, different shop, like Etsy shops that have, um, you know, they're on Instagram as well that have like cool, like Mothman bath bombs and, yes. and charms. So like, if you're into the cryptid, there is like a huge community there. Like, it's really cool. Yeah, it's been booming lately. Like, yeah, I, I mean, like literally, like my board behind me, I have tons of like stuff that I've bought, but also like like that I've gone throughout, and like it's crazy how much that's growing, and I love it. It's kind of cool because I spy a hidden in the shadows sticker. In the yes, box. it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna pick one more question or one more thingy, Bobber. Mm-hmm. thingy from the bin um and then i think we will call it an episode all right <laughs> i'm excited to see what's our what's the last one okay let's see let's see what in the world he just pulled out all of them <laughs> yeah it's like a handful it's like <laughs> we can't stop you can't stop now we're listening um, okay, so I don't know if you've heard of this phenomenon that is, I've seen a couple TikTok videos about it, and I thought it was absolutely insane. And it's basically these abandoned staircases in the woods. Oh, okay. Yes. So they're like these abandoned staircases that they take from, I guess, like, like shopping, like abandoned shopping malls, like, you know, or houses or whatever. And I guess they don't know what to do with them. So they just put these staircases and they tell you not to climb up them for whatever reason. And that's what people are alluding to a lot of the disappearances in national forests. Cause that's where they're found is a national. Oh, and wow. That, yeah. And that the kids wander off and go, Oh, look, a staircase, and they climb it, and they don't, they've never seen again. <laughs> I know it's crazy. I saw that, I saw that TikTok video. I was like, what? And I like gave it, like sent it to Isaac. I was like, you got to check this out. You got to check this out. This is insane. I actually think I like mildly heard about it from TikTok also. And like, I had like heard of them, but like, I always felt like it was like an art thing, you know, when people put like things in random places and that's like art um so i always thought it was that but i didn't even think to like connect it to like people actually disappearing yeah because yes i can put something up and it's art but like what if somebody put something else somewhere else and it has another yeah it's purpose behind it you know 
And like it's crazy because like TikTok is really kind of like shown a lot. Like the paranormal side of TikTok is insane. Yes. Some of the stuff I'm like, what? And so that's why I was like, I told Isaac, like for us, like we need to get on TikTok because first of all, you know, like a lot of people are going that route. And I think unfortunately, like even YouTube is dying off a little bit and kind of going Mm -hmm. more because I feel like people's attention spans can't handle the like longer videos. So like the 60 seconds is perfect. You get your viewpoint and it kind of challenges whoever's making the videos. Like you got to get your viewpoint out there in like 60 seconds or in, in smaller parts. So like, I know that with us, like we started doing like encounter stories, but like, you know, on TikTok where Mm -hmm. it was like 60 seconds. So yeah. So if anybody hasn't checked out like the paranormal side of TikTok, it's wild. It is some of the theories and stuff. I'm like, whoa. It's, and it's growing too. It's cool. Like we have like, there's like document like people documenting things that are happening to them there's people that are you know just talking about stories or legends or things like that or um then you have like another like part of it where it's people that create like basic like horror like horror stories and tales that you can like kind of like be immersed in so it's like a whole a whole other world in there yeah totally and then like i always because you know like for you pages like categorized to you yep and so i always end up getting like the worst videos at the worst time like the scariest <laughs> ones and like there's a couple videos that have jump scares in it and like oh no me, that have gotten me they're like oh did you see that did you see that did you see that and this thing just runs up at you and you're just like what the heck was that yeah, I've tossed my phone a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> Proceed with caution into yeah. the paranormal side of TikTok. Yep, exactly. Um, so, yeah, so that is the end of this bonus episode. I am so happy that Yami came on. So before we conclude this, though, I definitely want them to know how to find your podcast. So the podcast itself is available in just about every podcast platform apple podcast spotify you name it it's there um the easiest way though to follow and keep up with like what episodes are coming out or like for example like we have the savannah trip so i'm going to be posting and doing live videos um through social media so if you have instagram instagram at cryptid chat um i forget my socials this is why i have it at cryptid chat girl and then we also got a twitter and that's for again keeping up with like new episodes but also like fun if you like fun little ramblings and you like knowing what goes on my mind at random moments throughout the day and when i can't sleep at cryptid chat (laughs) and i will definitely on our social media post links to go and see all of yammy's stuff for cryptid chat so Yes. So that is the end of this bonus episode with Yami from Crypto Chat with Yami. Highly recommend go checking her stuff out. It's really fun stuff, really interesting episodes. And she's just a really great person. So I feel uh-huh. like <laughs> I feel like everybody will enjoy, you know, her podcast and interacting with her and all her social media stuff and everything. So yes. So That is the end of this bonus episode with Hidden in the Shadows. 
Catch you weirdos in the next one.